To another episode of the Extraordinary Gentleman single review. Today we get something a little bit special. We have the Deanston 12 before us today. So just like last time when I reviewed the Glenn Levitt, this is going to be a shorter episode. It's just myself. It's going to be a little um, kind of a deeper dive into a specific whiskey depending on the, uh, the mood I am in. And today I like most days, I am in the mood for a scotch. So we have the Deanston 12. It is a Highland single malt, 12 years old. It is uh, lightly peated, uh, non-chill filtered, aged in ex-bourbon casks exclusively. And uh, we do have tasty notes that they have provided, but I'm going to give my own before uh, reading those to try to not uh, influence my perception of the whiskey. So it is 46.3% alcohol, so it's a very nice and flavorful amount. And we're going to do a cork pop. Ooh, it's pretty dry. Today I'm trying out some new glasses that uh, I was gifted from uh, Brooklyn. I, uh, it's kind of a nice little gift. Um stemmed like a Glencairn. If you hear the thunder in the background, um, it's kind of a late evening during a thunderstorm that we're doing this podcast. Trying to get it in before Monday so I can get this uploaded for you. Because I failed last week. (laughs) So on the nose, it's, um, it's very light. And, oh, what's that fruit that comes to mind? Cantaloupe comes to my mind on the on the nose. Fresh cantaloupe. It's actually pretty nice. A little bit of watermelon. I don't know if they add dye to this. They might not. Deanson's pretty a pretty good distillery. They're pretty good about what uh what am I trying to say? Trans transparent is the word. Uh women should not drink alcoholic beverages, probably something take in mind according to Deanston not super ethanol on the nose which is very nice that's a nose you can really sit with for quite a while man yeah man this is my the first whiskey for today for me personally so hopefully my uh, notes are true going on the taste Oh, yeah. Completely coats the tongue. Oh, it's just honey. It's like it's like honey is just coating your tongue. Honey. I think that cantaloupe is still there. I'm getting cantaloupe. Honey and cantaloupe. Pepper on the end of the finish. Wow. That is, that is very nice. Um... 
this is not the first sip I've had out of this bottle. I've have a good dent on this thing. Um, I've had it for a few few weeks now. I am enjoying it fully. Um, I didn't notice any smoke on the first, but that doesn't mean it's not there. I'm gonna go back for it and look for some smoke. Mm. Not getting any smoke. Hmm. I have to look this up. I gotta find out if it's actually peated because I think I could interpret to what would be peat or interpret what I think is peat on it, but I don't actually know anymore. Upon further review, I do not believe there's peat in here, but it is very something in here is peaty-esque. We're talking light, like the the very faint nod towards it like how Churchill used to make his martinis when he was adding vermouth he would just look at the vermouth and shake his fist maybe that was France anyway <laughs> um yeah so it looks like the, the Deanston used to be old cotton mill uh, in the late 1700s, and then it was converted to a distillery in 1965. Hmm. It was closed in 1982, and was rescued in 1990 by Burnt Stewart, who also owned, uh, most notably, the uh, Boonahaven Distillery. Or, I guess that episode will learn Wednesday. You'll find out that it's not actually... Boonhaven, at least according to the website. But we'll still say that. This is a very, what I would compare this to, this is a very traditional highland, but not something to where it's stripped down to the bare minimum to make the maximum dollar. This is something that's, they're, they're very true to what makes a good scotch not completely removing all the proof on it it's a healthy level it's it's just very rich and floral too which i hadn't mentioned oh it is so sweet on the mid palate and this is not very uh, expensive, too. I think this is... You can find this for about $45, depending on where you are living in your current market. But uh, it is a little... At least in my experience, it's a little hard to find. I do know of one store that you can find it. But um, the one that I seem to find most of the time is the organic version of Deanston which I forget if it's a 12 or a 14, but the regular 12 is a little bit elusive, it seems, at least in our area. I have not had any of the other Deanstons, but I do look forward to having them in the future. Man. This is this is up there. This, is, uh, this ranks high, but it's a long finish. It's honeysuckle. 
cantaloupe, floral, a little bit of spice in the end. A gold color to it. Man, that is nice. There is no color added to it. I can't confirm that now upon research. So here are the flavor notes. Signature notes of heather honey, vanilla, creamy caramel, sweet oak, subtle malt flavors, a dry finish, notes of honeysuckle fruit, gingerbread linger over on the palate. So that's what uh, they list on the back of their bottle. And I agree. This is this would be this is a good whiskey, to a little bit of leather on the nose actually. <laughs> this is not a good note, and it doesn't exactly smell like it. But for some reason, it popped in my head is the smell of dog food. Just in that instance, I go back and it's not there. It, an image just flashed in my head though of a bag of dog food. Oh, it is so honey. So honey down the end. We were talking about, on one of the episodes, we were comparing uh, whiskeys to musical notes. And then uh, in private, we'd compare whiskeys to specific songs. And um, this Deanston, this is like a... Maybe not a specific song, but like the genre. Counting Crows popped to my head <laughs> for some reason. Drinking this whiskey when I was thinking about it. It's not... Because you know, that style of music, it's not a hard rock, right? It's not like a Motley Crue. It's not like Led Zeppelin some of those bands from that era it's lighter but it's still very complex and enjoyable and it's not a flat one-noted experience and this might not jive with everyone as far as uh, agreeing with me but that's what I would compare it to it's, it's like an early 2000s soft rock so to speak you know you can enjoy it it's kind of like everyone secretly enjoys it it's not gonna be the first thing you go to but you're not gonna be opposed to it if you hear it on the the radio but i do really enjoy this this is a very nice whiskey i highly recommend it um i would rate this forget was my rating system a five out of five or like one to five or was it one to ten i think it was out of five i would rate this probably a three and three quarters 3.75 it's almost a four like it's it's good i got a lot of stuff that i would consider better than this though but this is a solid good whiskey i do recommend it yeah, it was good. Well, seeing I have finished my whiskey, I think it is time to end this episode. Thank you for joining. And uh, tune in on Wednesday. There's going to be a uh, 
kind of an announcement going forward for this channel. So thank you for listening. Thank you.